If you have a Bible, I want to invite you to open up to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. All right. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. All right. And I'm going to resist some bad dad joke that I guarantee Pastor Kyle is saying right now of, oh, I haven't seen you since last year type of thing. All right. Like that's, I guess I kind of said it anyways. All right. But it was more in jest. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, my thing this week I was just laughing at, you know, every year you're like, how are they going to turn this year into a pair of glasses? And yet every year they do it. It's amazing. Every year somehow they fit these numbers onto a pair of glasses that people wear. But uh, hey, I- I'm excited uh, to be in a new year. Uh, and I feel like I don't even want to like say anything too much of like 2022 is our year type of thing. Because I feel like I'd kind of be knocking on wood up here being like, all right, let's just... Take it easy as we go into 2022. But whatever your thoughts are over this last year, maybe 2021 was great, maybe it was tough. Uh, I don't know. Either way, it's over. All right? And if you still use like a paper calendar, uh, at this point you get to take that off the wall, throw it in the trash, and start new. Like that's, that's an exciting, fun thing to do. Uh, I do have high hopes for this year. I have high hopes for myself. I have high hopes for you. I have high hopes for our church. Uh, in this new year. And as we move into it, I'm excited for the opportunities that we are going to have. And those opportunities really start right now, right? Like this is our first church service of the new year. uh, And I'm going to be sharing a message that I'm calling my wish for you. All right, we've kind of done things like this before. I want all of us to just kind of set the bar for ourselves in 2022 uh, in this service. I want us to start strong. I want us to start by expecting that God has things that he wants to do in our lives. Uh, And we have an opportunity right now to hear from him and to be changed by this time together. All right, and I I don't want to waste any moment in this year. I don't know about you, but I I just don't want to waste any of that. All right, so can we do this? Can we stand across this place as we, uh, we're going to read from Matthew chapter 13. We're going to start in verse 3. It's actually going to be the second half of verse 3. We are looking at a parable here that Jesus is sharing. All right, so it starts this. Listen. A farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much has been planted. God, we pray that, uh, that we would just have a new look at this passage today. God, I know many of us have maybe heard this before, we've read it, but we want to hear new from you this morning, and we want to be changed by it. God, we ask that in your name. Amen. All right, you can have a seat. Past couple of years have been interesting, to say the least. Uh, there's been all sorts of different things going on. Many things have been the first time in the world history, kind of this like, this happened and it's never happened before. All right, And, and I think when we hear that, we probably think of bad things right away that we weren't a fan of. Uh, and yes, that was some of it. Uh, but I want to share just a couple of things that I saw uh, this last year in 2021 that happened for the first time that are pretty amazing. All right, so did you know that for the first time, a brain, a human brain connected to a computer wirelessly. I know that sounds kind of weird and maybe you're like, I don't know about that. But let me explain what was going on and it's amazing. Um, What happened was they were able to take 
uh, someone who was paralyzed, and they were able to kind of connect them to this. And the person who was paralyzed was able to control robotic limbs just by having the thoughts of making them move. How amazing is that? Like, that is crazy. You know, so some of the things that happened this past year uh, are, are awesome. Uh, another one that I saw was this. That one of the Mars rovers actually took some of Mars' atmosphere and converted it into oxygen. So, I mean, with that, like, all those things that are kind of this first step, you're like, that could be crazy. That could create things, who knows what, down the road. And maybe your mind is the other way. You're like, oh, no, I know what happens. We start to go down this road, and things are going to go nuts. And maybe, I don't know. But those are huge leaps forward, huge leaps forward. Uh, There are some other things this last year that, for the first time, uh, are probably just more neutral. Um, How many of you have ever heard of NFTs? Have you heard that phrase thrown around at all this last year? Okay, I mainly see younger hands in that. Okay, here's the thing. I do not understand this at all. Uh, But NFTs are essentially digital artwork. They're the digital rights. It's rights to digital artwork. And people are purchasing the rights to this digital artwork, Um, which seems crazy. You don't even get to have like this big painting on your wall. One of them was purchased for $69.3 million this last year. And actually, it was purchased using cryptocurrency, which is a whole other thing. That's all, we're like, okay, I don't understand any of this. Is this even real? Like, if I can't hold my money in my hands, it's not real. All right. And, and I don't understand some of this, but I don't know. I also wish I could go back and apparently, put, like, buy some Bitcoin or something because I would be incredibly wealthy now. All right, but there's all these different things that are going on. And then, obviously, there was a bunch of negative things over this last year that were just like, wow, this is crazy. This is the first time this has happened. This is unprecedented times. All right, I saw someone post something and said this, I could really go for some precedented times right now. It's just as like, I'm so sick of this nonstop, historical, unprecedented, crazy moments. Like, can I just live in a regular day? Can something normal just happen for like a month uh, type of idea? And uh, no records need to be broken, just a precedented year. Uh, But here's what I want. I I want this for me. I want this for you. I want this for our church. Um, And and, and this is is my wish for us. And it can happen regardless of the type of year we end up with. It could be a normal, boring year, a crazy year, a historic, unprecedented year. It doesn't matter. My wish for you is that 2022 would be a year of unprecedented growth unprecedented growth. My wish is that there wouldn't just be growth this year, but unprecedented growth, like never before, like you have never seen, all right, in you, in me, and in our church. All right, and when I say growth in our church, I think it's easy to think numerical growth. Uh, And, you know, that's part of it. We have a mission as a church and as Christians to see people uh, have their lives transformed by Jesus, This is part of what Jesus has called us to do. So this year, we will be challenging you to be more bold than you've ever been before, uh, to reach out in new ways, to push beyond your comfort zone. All right, and not just for the sake of moving out of your comfort zone, but because we want to see people have hope in their life and peace in their life and love in their life and purpose in their life. And the only true source for all of that is Jesus. 
And we want to see that happen. Our friends need Jesus. Our family needs Jesus. Our city needs Jesus. And we will answer that call this year. That will be part of this, absolutely. We will do some events or specific things this year focused on people finding Jesus, drawing people to a place where they can find him. But that's just part of the growth that we want to see. All right, I also want to see our church grow deeper in our relationship and in our understanding of Jesus this year. I want to see people step out in faith like they never have, to trust God in new areas of their life, to hand control over to God at unprecedented, never-before-done levels in your own life. Areas that you've kept to yourself instead, handing them over to him. I want our church to have a greater impact on the world through missions than we've ever had before. And I believe that all of this growth in the church happens through growth in us individually. The church as an entity can't magically just grow uh, and become deeper on its own. The church is us. We are the church. If the church is to do more and go further, it is a result of us doing more and going further. That, that's what it is. So here's the thing. When someone like a church or someone like a follower of Jesus is healthy, we grow. Healthy things grow. It's important. If we aren't growing in some way, it probably points to a certain level of unhealthiness. All right, but just because something grows doesn't mean that it's healthy. Cancer also grows. And it's not healthy. So just because there's growth doesn't mean that it's healthy. But if it's healthy, it should grow. All right, the Apostle Paul said this in his letter uh, of the Philippians, that he hadn't reached his goal yet. He had to keep pressing on. He hadn't achieved it. All right, and if the Apostle Paul, the man who wrote two-thirds of our New Testament, was still growing, we need to be as well. And we actually have a big part to play in whether we grow or not. All right, so I want us to look at the parable that we read earlier. All right, and we're, we're going to look at this. Jesus is sharing this story, and then a little bit later, uh, his disciples are like, hey, we didn't really understand that. Can you explain it to us? And that's the part that we're actually going to dive into is his explanation of this. All right, Jesus uses farming analogies all the time because it made sense to the people that were listening. All right, so he shares this one about the farmer scattering seed or planting seed, uh, hoping to see growth from that seed that year. But like uh, many times his disciples didn't understand it, so they're asking about this. Uh, and, and this is, he kind of gives this explanation. Uh, but I want, us, I want us to understand a few things here first, all right, about the meaning of this parable. Uh, the seed is the same wherever it gets scattered in this. What changes is the type of soil that it lands on as we saw. So here's some advanced information for us, all right, or not advanced, but advanced information as we go into this. Uh, in this explanation, Jesus lays out four different types of soil, all right? We, we probably saw that as we were going through that. And each one of those have a different opportunity for growth. But depending on what the lives of someone looks like, that's what the soil is. Depending on that, where their focus is, how they respond, that's what determines whether or not there was growth, and the seed is the message about God's kingdom, all right, is that God's kingdom is the places where God intended his will to be accomplished, where, where that is happening. That is God's kingdom. So the seed is being scattered, uh, and the great news is that Jesus is establishing God's kingdom all over. The seed is being spread, all right? And what we have to understand is this. We have this idea that his kingdom is both now and not yet. 
All right, if you've ever heard that before, this idea of now and not yet, Jesus comes and he says, I am establishing God's kingdom wherever I go. When Jesus does a miracle, God's kingdom is coming right there. He says we should pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's what Jesus is doing. And that's what we are called to do. That's what the kingdom of God is. All right, we see all these parables, all these teachings from Jesus of the kingdom of God is like this. And we did a series last year on the kingdom of God. If, if this is a new concept for you, I want to encourage you, go back and listen to it. Because the idea of the kingdom of God is kind of everything. It's what Jesus taught. And it's what changes our lives today. And it is incredibly important for us. All right? Everything that we do as believers and followers of Jesus falls into this idea of the kingdom of God. All right, so... I, I just want us to kind of have that understanding as we go into this parable. So here's the explanation that Jesus gives. Starts in verse 19. said, The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. So the first type of soil or person is the footpath. And he says, This is someone who does not understand the message about the kingdom of God does not understand that message, so it never takes hold. If we don't fully understand the truth that is God's kingdom, it leaves room for other things to creep in. We have a responsibility to dig deeper, to have as full of an understanding of that truth as we possibly can. That's what our role as followers of Jesus, we need to be growing in this. And here's the thing with truth. Truth is truth. <laughs> that sounds silly, but... Um, Truth isn't a half-truth. Have any of your kids ever told you a half-truth before? You know that that was not the truth. You're like, no, I was asking for all of that. You gave me part of it. That was not the truth. And for us to have an understanding of this truth, like we need to have as full of an understanding as we possibly can. Just saying, hey, I kind of get it. I kind of know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I kind of know what my role is tomorrow as a follower of Jesus. Eh, a little blurry, but I, I got a few things figured out. Like that's, we need to be growing beyond that. We need to be going deeper than that. That is not a full understanding of what we need. So when we don't have and understand the full truth, we can't be happy with part of the truth or some understanding. Because essentially what we have is a lie. And that, that's what the enemy will turn it into anyways. If we don't have a full understanding, if we don't have a full grasp on the truth, the areas that we're weak in is absolutely where we will be attacked and where things will be skewed in our minds. And it will affect the way that we walk and follow Jesus. So if we want to grow in 2022, we need to understand what it is that God is calling us to. All right, if you're taking notes, I'm going to have a few on each one of the soils here. There's something that if we want to grow, this is what we need to do. We need to, have an un, we need to understand what God is calling us to. All right, and if we don't understand, we ask questions. We become a learner. We put ourselves in spots where we can be taught. We have a responsibility to understand what our purpose is. And if you don't feel like you have a solid grasp on this, come and talk to me. Literally, that is what my job is. Like, we think that we have all these ideas of what a pastor's job is. A pastor's job is to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. So if you feel like, I don't understand something, 
perfect. Let's talk about that. I would love to have lunch or sit down in the church or join a life group. That's ways that we can grow in these things. All right? So that, that is something that we need to do. I think a lot of what we see going wrong in the modern church and Christian portion of society is due to people thinking that they understand when they actually don't. And they focus on the wrong parts. They ignore the parts that really matter, which is the exact issue that Jesus had with the religious leaders in his time. He said, you focus on the wrong parts. You're ignoring the parts that actually matter. All right, moving on to the next soil. Verse 20. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The second type of soil is rocky soil. It's people that hear about God's kingdom and his plan for living and they get excited, but the roots don't go deep. All right, and you might even see an immediate response and growth. But sometimes immediate growth is because there are not deep roots, because it's shallow. And in the end, that is not going to work out. All right, uh, and, and the problem is that when life gets hard, it's so easy to go back to the way that we used to live, right? But instead, like, we, we need to hang on. We need to have these deep roots. And I think part of people walking away from this, again, points back to the first one, not a full understanding. Because if our understanding of the kingdom of God is simply going to heaven, that is a watered-down version of what the kingdom of God is. That is not what the kingdom of God is. So if we think that all it is is going to heaven, and yet what we see is when things get hard, people walk away from the kingdom of God, is what Jesus is saying here. I have never heard someone hit a hard patch of life and say, okay, you know what? I need to just take a break from this idea of going to heaven, and I'm just going to go live my life. Like that's, No, it's I'm going to take a break from actually what it means to be a citizen of the kingdom of God of the responsibilities, of the duties, of everything that I'm supposed to be doing. My life is difficult. I hit a rough patch. I'm taking a break from that. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing or a healthy thing. What I'm saying is that's what people are doing. They're walking away from what their role is in the kingdom of God. People don't walk away from the idea of going to heaven. So we walk with this idea of being active in the kingdom of God. And we put Deep roots down. So if we want to grow in 2022, we need to be actively involved in God's kingdom and the responsibilities that it brings. There are responsibilities when we choose to be part of the kingdom of God. There are responsibilities that you have and I have. And in order to have deep roots, we need to actively be part of those. Verse 22. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed in the thorns represents those who their focus is elsewhere. Their focus isn't on God's kingdom, but on the building and preservation of their own kingdom. It is so tempting. We are given such a short amount of time here, and we are told to make the best of that time, and it's human nature uh, to measure 
things. So we pick up a measuring stick that the world has and we hold it up to our life and we think we need to grow in the ways that the world is telling us to. All right? The problem is God uses a completely different measuring stick. And as long as we are measuring the wrong things, we will not be moving ahead. It's not about making the most, building the best business, having the most, saving the most, having the best vacations, any of that. That, That's not what it's about. And we all would sit here and nod our heads and say, yes, I understand that. But how much of our time and our effort and our focus and our thoughts are put into those things? We measure the wrong things and then we get confused when we don't feel like our life has mattered. So instead of keeping our focus on what God has called us to, we begin to worry about what we have and losing it, and we worry about what we don't have and trying to get it. You have what you need for God to use you. It's that simple. You have what you need for God to use you. So if we want to grow in 2022, we need to keep our focus on the impact we can make beyond this life. We can't just get trapped in thinking about our time here and now. There is a bigger kingdom. Which brings us to the last soil, verse 23. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. The good soil is the opposite of the other soils. Seed that is sown on good soil can yield the maximum that it was created to produce. Simply put, when we are good soil, the kingdom of God will grow in and around us. All right, and when we get some of this figured out, and when we set ourselves up right, we should see growth in our lives. If there isn't growth, then there is something wrong. Now, for us to really make sense of all this, we need to be able to do something. We need to be able to accurately self-assess where we are. Before you can do any of this, We have to be able to figure out where am I. We need to be honest and transparent about this, not put on some mask and say that we are the soil that we wish that we were. We can't point to a life that has no fruit and say, I'm growing. When we did the remodel of the church here, uh, of the building, I had to sit down with the contractors and we poured over the previous blueprints and we lifted up ceiling tiles to see if that's actually what was behind the walls. And we dug into different things and we, we did all sorts of stuff. Why? Because in order to, to actually build, we first had to know where we were. We had to know what type of foundation we were building on. If you're going to hang something, you're going to add a wall on, you're going to knock a wall out. You need to know, is that wall load-bearing or not? Like all these different things. This was important. We had to do an assessment of where is our building. And this is the same thing for us. We need to have an accurate understanding of what our foundation is, of what our present state of life is, if we want to build on it and change. So if you are genuine in wanting to grow in 2022, It starts with an honest assessment of where you currently are. That's where it starts. If you want to grow this year, if you're sitting here saying, yes, that's me, I want to grow, you first need to have an honest assessment of where you are. It's the only way you can actually grow. Then once we realize where we are, you know, am I the footpath? Am I the rocky soil? Do I have weeds in my life? Am I good soil? Whatever it is. Then we can know what it takes to become good soil. All right? 
And here, here's all of this boiled down into one statement. Because we need to be people that understand our purpose, that are deeply connected with each other and with God, and that have our focus on the right things. All right? And we understand by asking questions, being equipped, digging deeper. We get connected by being involved in the local church, being part of a life group, serving alongside other believers. We don't ask people to serve on Sunday mornings because we have this big list of tasks that need to get done. Honestly, services can kind of happen on their own. Like that's the way that the modern church has been built. Like if there aren't greeters, guess what? You're going to walk up and open the door. You're going to walk in. It's going to be fine. Like, we don't do that because of these massive needs. We do it because there's something about serving alongside someone else, getting to know them, being part of a team, sharing your life with them. It matters. Serving matters for you a lot more than it does for the corporate church. And when we focus on the right things by keeping God at the center of our decision-making and we measure the right things in life and stop caring about how the world views a successful person and family, like, this is what matters. Okay, if we can do this, if we can do these three things, 2022 is going to be a year of growth for you. It is. If you understand what God's purpose is for you, and you get deeply connected. And your focus is on the right things. Like you're going to grow this year. It actually, I don't often get up here and say like things are simple. But sometimes it is simple. It's not always easy, but it's simple. Can we stand across this place as we get ready to close? I want you right where you're at to begin to assess your life. Uh, and maybe even your family. Maybe you need to go beyond just you. Uh, if you were asked, what type of dirt are you? Kind of a weird question, but what type of dirt are you? What type of soil are you? Where are you? You hear those three different types of soil, four different types of soil. And I think many times the better question isn't which dirt, but what is the fruit or, or cause of lack of fruit in your life? And that'll help kind of pinpoint what type of soil you are. It is worry the thing that just completely consumes your mind? Has life been really tough lately? So you haven't really stepped in as much as you should. You haven't put down the roots that you need. Or maybe you walk in on a Sunday and you're just kind of nodding your head and thinking, yep, yep, yep. But really, you're like, I don't get this. I don't understand this. My, everyone says my life should be different. I don't feel like it is. Where is the disconnect here? That's, that's an okay, okay place to be. If you can admit that that's where you are and then say, okay, I want to do something about it. How about I start asking questions? How about I start digging deeper? Are you satisfied with the fruit that's in your life, with where you are, or do you need more? And maybe you're sitting here saying, you know, I actually, in all honesty, not even in an arrogant way, I feel like I am part of the good soil. That's awesome. But maybe, maybe it's just been a 30-fold return, and you're like, I want to see a 
fold return. I want to see a hundred fold return. I want to be doing everything that I can be doing. All right, what is standing in your way? Some of us are just overscheduled in our lives or our kids' lives. We have too many things on our plate and we can't take the time that is necessary to grow deeper and build stronger connections because of it. And if that's you, you need to start pulling some of those rocks out of your soil. What is it that's standing in your way? Don't let there be excuses or your focus is being drawn away from God to your own little kingdom that you are trying to build and desperately preserve because you had this hope of what your life was going to look like, what your kid's life was going to look like. So I want us just to do this. I want us just to take just a minute here and where you are, just make a little spot for you and God to have a conversation. And I want you at the start of the year right now to say, God, first and foremost, I need to be honest with where I am. And ask God to point out what is going on in your life. What type of soil are you? Where are you at? So let's do that. I'm going to be done talking. Let's just take a minute, just you and God, and do that. I don't always share what I feel like God's speaking to me in some of these moments, but I'm going to this morning. Um, I know for me, like I, I need to grow deeper in this community, which may sound goofy as a pastor, but honestly, like over the last two years, there have been so many different things that have needed to be done and things that have to happen with the building and with events and with all these different things. That when I look back on the last, uh, you know, a little over two years that we've been here, I don't feel like my relationship with a lot of you is a two-year friendship. Like, I, I don't feel that. And it's on me. Because I, I have overscheduled myself to get things done and to do things. And, and I've missed some of these important opportunities to build in relationship and to grow deeper. And I'm excited come February. Hopefully I'm not, I'm not planning on leading a life group this time around because I want to just get into one. I just want to jump into a life group. I want to show up on that night. I'm going to show up two minutes before it starts and not have a care in the world about what's getting talked about and just be there to be involved and to be part of something. Because for me, like that's, that is what has been missing. I need, to, I need to have better relationships, deeper relationships, closer friendships with people. How many of you guys would say that as you look at 2022 and you think about where you are and what needs to happen for you to grow, how many of you guys would say this morning, like, I have something that I need to focus on. I have something I need to do. I have something I need to remove. I have something I need to change, whatever it be. How many of you guys would say, I have some steps to take in 2022? Yeah. The vast majority of us. God, I pray that this year, as we move into this, that this would not just become another year. 
God, this isn't about New Year's resolutions or anything goofy like that. This is about saying, Jesus, I, I, we want to follow you. We want to be obedient to you. We want to move your kingdom forward. We want to grow closer to you, closer to each other. And we're going to take steps to do that. We aren't going to be satisfied with the status quo and just staying the same. God, I pray that every single one of us would actually put this into action even this week. That it wouldn't be something we just say Sunday morning and we walk out of here unchanged, the exact same. But God, I just pray right now just growth over every single person in this room, in their life. God, growth in their relationships, growth in their understanding, growth in their ability to focus on what your plan, your purpose is for every single one of us. God, and that as we as individuals, as citizens of your kingdom, as we grow, that your kingdom would grow, this church would grow. We would see new people finding Jesus. Lives would be changed. Hope would be restored. Marriages healed. God, we pray that over this year. The last thing I want to do before we go, we can just keep our eyes closed in this place. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, I, I need to start 2022 by declaring that I'm going to actually follow Jesus. Maybe you've tried this before and it just hasn't worked out. Maybe this is a completely new thing for you. And you would say, all right, I've lived enough years doing this my own way, chasing my own purpose, and it's not working out. I need to try something different. And if you want to start this year off with the best decision I think you can make and just saying, God, I want to live for you. I want to be part of your kingdom, your plan. If that's you, I want you just to slip your hand up this morning. Yep. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, we even just need this like redeclaration of God, I'm doing this for you. This year is yours. My life is yours. God, I pray that every single one of us, Lord, as we walk out of this place today, that we would be walking out of here with a purpose in our life. God, that we would understand what our relationship with you means and that we would be changed by that. God, that we would know that we are part of a kingdom that is so much bigger than ourselves. But with that comes responsibilities. That we'd live out our life this year going after those responsibilities, those duties that you've given us. Jesus, we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen.